Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to After the Fact. Good evening and welcome to After the Fact. Yes, thank you for joining me. I'm John Nolan, your host, and this is our uh, weekly quiz program here on Clamars Community Radio. Every week, the time machine of quiz lands on another year, and we ask two teams of two people, that's four people, I'm good at maths, uh, all about things that happened during that year. Tonight we've descended on a very significant year in the history of Ireland. It's 1990. And to be honest with you, I could nearly have written the entire quiz on Ireland alone. But I decided I would broaden out. (laughs) (laughs) So there are questions about other places on the face of the earth. All right, let's go and meet our teams. Uh, The blue team, we've won here and won remote. So let's go meet the man who's in the studio. Please introduce yourself, sir. Uh, John Coven. Assembly Walker at the moment. John Cribben Senior. Yeah. John Cribben Senior. John Cribben Senior is crucial that we crucial get that, this we evening. Get, yes. We get that said. Just the Welcome back, Johnny. Thank you very much. And because uh, we say crucial, we'll explain in a second. <laughs> Your teammate is joining us from the city of Dublin. Uh, it's only about two weeks since we last had him on. I think is that right? Say hello, please. That's- Literally true, two weeks, yeah. Uh, how's it going? I'm Dan O'Malley, originally from Baal, but now living, as John said, in Dublin. Well, since we were last on, Dan, uh, give us an update on the hosepipe situation in Dublin's first city. <laughs> well, still banned, but really? rain yeah. has fallen. So, actually, yeah. the, the back garden no longer looks like the Sahara. That's progress. There you go. Great news. Great news from our correspondent in Dublin there. Okay, let's go across the table and meet... Tonight's red team players, starting with... Uh, John Criven Jr., and I'm a teacher. Still enjoying the holidays, John. Still doing it, yeah. Uh, Struggling, we're getting there. Oh, it's hard going. It is, it is. It's August now, which means... uh, Because I live with a teacher. I grew up in a house with a teacher. For the next three weeks, any time John meets another teacher, the conversation begins like this, John. Can you believe there's only three weeks left? (laughs) Can you believe we'll be back work in two weeks? Can you believe God, Every conversation will be like that. I look forward to it. <laughs> You're welcome back, John. Oh, thank you. Uh, it's been a few weeks since you were on, and it's been a few weeks since the last father-son duel occurred. Yes. Mm. Yeah, which uh, the last uh, the last one was quite a big win for your father. Yeah, substantial no, enough. No, just a little. <laughs> one or two, wasn't it? <laughs> However, you you had been you had been triumphant uh, the previous time. Yes. So, so it's one all yes. tiebreak. One all father-son. So we'll see how that breaks out tonight. Okay. And your teammate? My name is Linda, and I work with people with disabilities. Okay, let's go and meet the final member of our team. It is, of course, our robot scorekeeper, Clancy. Good evening, Clancy. Good evening, everybody. At the beep, it will be 12,096,000 seconds since we started recording this series. Beep. Useful fact to know there. Okay, let's get on with it. What is it coming up tonight? (laughs) I do wonder where Clancy <laughs> lives between shows. Right, let's get on with it. Round number one. 
is our multiple choice round. In this round, the team that is in control gets a question. Sorry, each player does. And they can have three possible answers. If they give the right answer on their own, they get two points for their side. They can, however, confer with their teammate for one point. A wrong answer at any stage will see the other two options offered across where the team can confer and potentially win a one-point bonus. This is an even-numbered show, which means we're starting with the blue team. And we have a rule about if you're here in, in studio, you get to go first. So, Johnny, this right. is your question. Are you ready? Yes. This one might suit you, I think. On June 30th, Ireland played in their first and to date only World Cup quarter final, ultimately losing 1 0 to Italy. In what city was that game played? So, your options are A. Genoa, B. Rome, or C. Naples. Uh, Rome Correct sir Yes That was right It was in uh, the Italian capital In Rome And we lost 1-0 to a goal by Toto Scalacci Well Salvatore Indeed mm. Okay cross we go Who's going first over on the red team Ladies first Linda Well I was going to let you go first Since your dad Linda Linda He's nominated He's nominated the red bar To be polite To be polite Off I go Traffic came to a standstill in Dublin on July the 1st, 1990. Not only was it the day that the football team returned from the World Cup, but it was also the day that which of these people visited the city and received the freedom of Dublin. Your options are A. Nelson Mandela B. Mikhail Gorbachev or C. Mother Teresa of Calcutta A. Nelson Mandela Oh, very good. That's correct. Yes, indeed. And by coincidence, my, my own wife was in Dublin as a 12-year-old and got to see all of these people pass by on the road. Wow. Interesting day. Okay, Dan, are you with us? Yeah, go ahead. Here comes your question. On March 21st, 1990, the state of Namibia gained independence. From which of these nations? A, the United Kingdom. B, Belgium. Or C, South Africa. Fairly sure, not 100%, but fairly sure it was South Africa. Yes, it was. Correct. It had been basically part of South Africa since the end of uh, World War One. Okay, and the final question of the round. Okay. John Jr. Right. The Saw Doctors were the breakout Irish group of 1990, spending nine weeks at the top of the charts with their second single, I Used to Love Her. Which famous musician had produced their first single, in 17. Your options are A. Larry Mullen B. Liam O'Mwainley or C. Mike Scott Right. Right. Do you recognise the three musicians for a start? No. Okay. Okay, okay right. Oh, you're but a young lad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, your options are who, who produced mm -hmm. the Saw Doctor's not hit on its first time round. N17. Was it A, Larry Mullen, B, Lima Wainley, or C, Mike Scott? I think I'll have to confer. You're going to confer with the team. Linda. <laughs> Linda, you recognise those three musicians. I recognise those three musicians, but it doesn't mean I know who produced the N17 from the Saw Doctors. Well, I suppose if you just consider the sound of N17, maybe one of them is more... Can you say them again? Say them they again. are Larry Mullen, Lima Wainley, or Mike Scott. 
something something is leading me to A, but I don't know what that I, is. A with my gut feeling. Well, that's my, that's my only... Yeah. It just, something's leading me to that. Whether it's right or wrong, I don't know, but my gut's telling me that, so... I suppose we'll go with that A, please. You're going with A, Larry Mullen. And the gut's wrong. Yeah. yeah, I'm afraid that is incorrect. So, across we go. A potential bonus here for Johnny and Dan. Who produced... Which famous musician produced the Saw Doctors song of 1990 and 17? Two remaining options are Liam O'Mainly or Mike Scott. Well, it <laughs> comes down to whether we think it sounds more like the Hothouse Flowers or the Water Boys. Hmm. Um, I would lean a little bit more towards Mike Scott. Just uh, no, for no reason whatsoever. Just it. Reminds me again a little bit more of the Water Boys. If indeed Mike Scott having a sudden crisis of confidence, if Mike Scott is your man from the Water Boys, <laughs> is that your answer? Yeah, I'm happy. With uh, that. Unless my teammate yeah. has any other no, suggestions. No, 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 I'm happy with that. He yeah. did nod. He Johnny did is nod. nodding here, which is great radio. But Johnny concurs, <laughs> and it's the correct answer. Yeah. Quizzing knowledge. Yes, it is. Mike At Scott, the, the lead singer of the Water Boys, was the man who produced N17 by the Saw Doctors, which was not a hit the first time around, but was re-released after. I used to love her and became a massive hit. Right. Let's go over to Clancy and we check how the scores stand after round number one. Blue team five points. Red team two points. Okay, so it's five points to two lead <coughs> for the blue team. All right, so on we go to round number two. This is our connections round. In this round, the team that's in control will get given two pieces of information. If they could tell me what links them to the year in question, they get three points. They can ask for a third and a fourth piece of information. They will be playing for two points and one points respectively, though, at that point. If they give a wrong answer at any stage in the question, all four pieces of information that are available will be offered across for a potential one-point bonus for the other side. We go with the team that's trailing. That's the red team. Your first question. Here it is. Your two pieces of information are meatloaf, and big country. So okay. meatloaf and big country. Okay, both very different musical acts, I think. Yes. And I, I at the moment don't see a connection, so I'd unless you do. I do not. Absolutely not. Apologies, but no. So we'll okay, we need another piece of information, please, yes, please. John. Okay. It's another musical act. I think it, it is, is going to be another musical act, I yes. I had a feeling it might be. Meet Love, Big Country, and the Saw Doctors again. Oh. Was there some big musical event in 1990 or something? Or I wasn't there anyway. Did they all have number ones in 1990? Well, they or? definitely had the no Very unlucky that neither of you were living in Ireland in 1990. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Because I think the other side have that that particular that advantage yeah. going in their favour. All right, mm. so you've got three clues at the moment. They are Meatloaf, Big Country, and The Saw Doctors. My mind has gone blank. Yeah. I know them. I know them all. But a connection between the three of them. And if we ask for a fourth piece of information, I bet you 100% it's probably going to be another musical well, act. Well, I'll tell you, I'll give you uh, all I'll tell you is it is not actually another musical act, the fourth piece of information. Oh, okay. 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 So, would you like to hear what it is? Well, me as well. You watch it. Nice. All right. Yeah. We've got Meatloaf, Big Country, The Saw Doctors, and Semple Stadium. 
at some sort of musical event. Yes. But what that musical event is Is that called? an acceptable answer? <laughs> no, that is not an <laughs> acceptable answer. Okay, there, there was a musical event in 1990. They were headline acts, and I don't know what it's called. <laughs> so, do you know what it's called? No. <clears throat> I know where Central Stadium is. Was it a big charity event around that time, or? <laughs> the phrase clutching at straws is kind of. <laughs> well, uh, there was a nickname for this event that involved the county in which uh, that. Just to give you a clue, oh. you know. Because I'm very generous tonight, so far for some reason. So uh, I'm still looking for the name of the event, though. You know, you know what kind of answer you need to give me. Yeah. Okay. I know it's a musical event. Yes. But the name of it. So there is a musical event. It's just we don't have the name of it. Right. Right, and it's got to do with the county. <laughs> One of its nicknames was anyway. Is that the county? That's the county. Ah, oh, I see. I don't know where that was then. Okay. Yeah. So what's the nickname then? <laughs> I think if he hasn't come up with an instantly, if that's he the county, it. If that's the county, what's the nickname? Because oh. I don't know the nickname. I wasn't brought up in Ireland. I was brought up in Scotland. <laughs> Not that that's I the bad thing. I think the audience figured that. <laughs> Not that that's a bad thing. No, you'd be, um, you'd, be, um, you'd be surprised actually how many people think I'm not from Scotland, really? I'm from Donegal. Oh. oh, okay, interesting. I, and then yeah. I say, no, I'm not from Donegal. And they go, yes, you are. And I go, no, I'm not. And they go, yes, you are. <laughs> How long do these arguments go on for then? Quite a while, actually, because they're convinced I'm from Donegal. Speaking of quite so. a while, your answer is really needs to be coming or not now, I'm afraid. Oh, this is so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> what is the nickname? I don't know. I can't help you. I know I've oh. come up with a musical event. I, Dan O'Malley right now is sitting with Probably. <laughs> and he knows. <laughs> that, that, I know he knows. <laughs> so I'm going to have to push you for an answer, guys. Let's see. Skipping tip. Skipping tip. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you were to have to dream one up out of thin air, it wasn't too bad. Oh. Cross we go. That was very near to the answer, yeah. I think. Very, very near. Ah. Ah. Yes. So you should have been very kind there, John. You're no, not first, that kind I, Is it the first word? Um, is different. Well, it's over to that's you now, Johnny. So I, you're now in. Well, that's what I'm we thinking. We can talk about it out loud. There's no, no yeah. fear of them hearing yeah. us. Um, well, it's Fela, the trip to tip. Yeah, it's Fela, yeah. ah! trip to tip. Trip yes. to tip. I was going to say trip to tip. Fela was what I was looking was for. Was it going to revive this year? Was it going to throw to the talk of it coming back, yeah. yeah. But the very first Fela occurred yeah. in 1990. And would a trip to tip have done that? No, it would not. Oh, I right. did tell them that the nickname of the event oh, was... Oh, yeah. Because I was going to say a trip, to, a trip to tip if I wrote down here. Oh, I'm so annoyed. But fail. <laughs> fail. Fail. That was what I was looking for. Right. Okay. Well, now, Johnny and Dan, here's your first question. Two pieces of information are Wednesday, November 7th, and Jim Duffy. Oh, mm. Wednesday, November 7th, and Jim Duffy. Does that name mean anything to you, Johnny? It means nothing to me. Jim Duffy, no. November the 7th, 1990. Hmm. Um, what did you say again, John? The, the first the first thing. Wednesday, November the 7th. Oh, Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday. 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 Oh, well, that makes all the difference. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, Johnny, if I wasn't clear on my <laughs> elucidation. Or I my... thought it was wedding, you said. Seriously. 
Wednesday, <laughs> right? November the seventh. Yes. Yeah. And Jim Duffy. I don't know. Yeah. Without knowing who Jim Duffy is, we're just, you know, shooting in the dark. So we just go for another yeah, clue. Yeah, another clue. Yeah. All right. We've got Wednesday, November the seventh. Jim Duffy, and now Austin Curry. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. We know now. It's the election. Sorry, yes. The presidential, yes election, presidential election. Austin Curry, yeah. famously yeah. beaten by um, Mary Robinson. Mary Robinson, Correct. along with Brian Lennon. Yeah. Yeah. Jim Duffy was the man that broke the. Jim Duffy was a journalist yeah, who had the a, famous tape yeah, of yeah, Brian Lenehan. Yeah. And uh, Brian Lenehan would have featured in your fourth clue, although not by All right, yeah. Just three words I have written down here. On mature recollection. <laughs> yes, I, yeah. Yes. His famous soundbite, uh, which didn't help his cause, shall we say? So, uh, and of Wednesday, November 7th. I put the Wednesday in there because I thought, well, that was an odd day of the week to hold the poll. All right, yeah. It happened on a Wednesday. Oh. November the 7th. Isn't that strange? Right, the 1990 Irish presidential election, or I would have also accepted the election of Mary Robinson, either of them. So that's where two points to you. Well done, blue team. Cross we go. Red team. Okay. You have Michael O'Brien and Cullum O'Neill. Do you know who they are? No. <laughs> that was really helpful. Okay, now just for information, please, John. Okay, Michael O'Brien, Colm O'Neill, and Thaddeus McCarthy. That's really helpful. Thaddeus, or Thaddeus McCarthy. Any idea who he is? He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't what? Nothing, but Johnny gave me a look there. I said I better not say any more. <laughs> So, we've got Michael O'Brien, Colm O'Neill, and Thaddeus McCarthy. No. Nope. All right, final one coming up. Michael O'Brien, Colm O'Neill, Thaddeus McCarthy, and Billy Morgan. <sighs> you know, I, I haven't a clue, but it guesses would be that but then that's just a guess but it could it could be something completely different we we'll go with that one right on you go then did they die that year <laughs> did they die that year no, no. I'm afraid no idea not. never heard it <laughs> okay ever you might have in a minute okay. we go across maybe I did Johnny right I you're in control Johnny yeah, but but about me, is he happy you, with You can talk. I have like. a feeling Dan is going to be deferring to you on this one. Yeah, it, Clark won the double that year. And Teddy McCarthy, Colm O'Neill, Billy Morgan, the manager, Michael O'Brien, the manager, Hurland too. There you go. Yeah. I knew he knew them all. Nice one, fair play. So that is nine. That's another point there for the blue team. In reverse order, Billy Morgan managed the football team yeah. to win the All-Ireland Senior Football title. Thaddeus Teddy McCarthy, uh, the only man ever to win All-Ireland Football and Hurling in the same year. Yes. Starting team of both. Colm O'Neill. Got sent off. Got sent off in the football final. Yeah. And Michael O'Brien. Was it Ken? Was he Ken? Uh, well, I would have called him Father Michael yeah. O'Brien if I were to give the game away, who was yeah. the manager of the Hurling team. Yeah, that's Cork it, team. Yeah. When Cork won both senior hurling and football in the and same season. And we're on about that coming down. Pardon me? Yeah, and no, you, you said something didn't say any team name. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he kept all the good cards. Oh, he kept all the chest, I suppose. Okay. Right, final question <coughs> right. of the round to the blue team. 
first two pieces of information are Kyle McLaughlin and Sherilyn Fenn. Well, these two I do know. They're two of the stars of Twin Peaks. Kyle McLaughlin played Agent Cooper and Sherilyn Fenn played Audrey. I want to say, so I'm guessing it's Twin Peaks, which I think debuted that year. Do you concur with him, Johnny? I agree, so I would know. <laughs> Cheers. Hello. <laughs> that is correct for three points. Yes, Kyle McLaughlin and Sherilyn Fenn, as, as uh, Dan has said, were both lead actors in that famous TV series of 1990, um, alongside Clue 3, which was David Lynch, the director. And Clue 4 was going to be uh, the theme tune, which I, could, I was going to play, but I won't bother now. However, we'll, we'll throw a bit in the podcast extra for people if they want. All right, let's see how that round affected the scores. Oh, I wonder. <laughs> Blue team 12 points. Ooh. Red team 2 points. Ah, I don't not know if much we've at ever all. had a 10-point lead after two rounds. I do not know if that's ever happened. Well, well, the best comeback of all time could be about to happen, though. That's what I'm looking forward to. Really, how it's going to happen. So. My music round record has never been good. <laughs> Very unlikely. Let's go on to round number three. This is our audio round. In this round, I will play the teams, or the team that's in control anyway, an audio clip, a piece of music from the year in question. They get a point for telling me the song title and the artist performing. Then there will be two subsequent questions, both worth a point each. Any wrong answers, though, we'll see it after cross to the side for potential bonus. Here comes... For the team of trailing, which is the red team, the first piece is of it? music. <laughs> go on, never knew that. Here we go. Okay, beloved of weddings at about uh, one in the morning in Ireland there. <laughs> so, uh, where are we? We're Red Team. Tell us. Song title and artist performing. Oh, I'm having great crack tonight. Great crack this, isn't it? Mm. It's splendid. I know the answers to the opposite side team's questions yeah. immediately. And then I get questions of what oh. and I don't know them. Have you even any clue that might lead you into uh, the answer? Like, think out loud. I don't know. It sounds stunning, like, but okay. Um, what song? I don't know, but it does sound stunning, like. You're talking Irish parties. Oh, Irish weddings! I said. Or weddings? Well, Irish I, weddings. I Irish weddings are really a big party. Aren't I was referring to Irish weddings, but uh, have you? Uh, are you going to play a song title uh, with this uh, guess of yours? Blowing up a storm. Wrong, Cross we go, Dan and Johnny. Dan, you might know this one. <laughs> I think I do. It's not an Irish band at all, if I'm not wrong. It's ACDC, Thunderstruck. Yeah. Well, yeah. There you go. Yes, it is. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> now we have two follow-up questions on ACDC. Okay. Yay. Yes, Thunderstruck by ACDC. I have a relative who can't play the guitar, but he can play that intro. That's like a parody piece. Oh. I give him the guitar, he plays that intro, and he hands the guitar over. He can't play anymore. <laughs> okay, you have two follow-up questions. They are... What is the surname of the two brothers who founded ACDC in 1973, 
with both remaining members right through until 2014. And uh, they were born in Scotland, Linda, just as a, a, a little extra fact. Was that to make me feel better or yeah, to make me feel know. worse? You never know. You just, never know. Just it might prompt some... Well... What was the name of those brothers who founded the group in 1973 and remained as members right through until 2014? Oh, Suddenly losing my love for quizzing. Yeah, same. <laughs> it's funny. Things can fall your way or not fall your way, but there you go. That is the only like Scottish sounding go thing that's springing to my mind, but it's, it's probably wrong. Say it. Go for it. I'm just going to go with McDonald's. <coughs> Scottish. McDonald's. And it's wrong. Fred, that's wrong. So across we I'm go. I'm trying to guess. Johnny right. and right then, you're on again. Yeah, Dan. Well, um, Unless I'm thinking of some other brothers in rock bands, um, I think they are. Surname is Young. Oh, well done. He's right. Yes. He is a quizzing genius. They are <laughs> <laughs> Angus Young, who's still in the group, and his brother Malcolm, who unfortunately has passed away in recent years. So they are Angus and Malcolm Young. All and right. Another fo- follow-up question. Another question oh, for you. I forgot about that. Okay. <laughs> we get this one. We mentioned the death of original singer with the group Bon Scott a couple of episodes ago, if you recall. He was replaced by Englishman Brian Johnson in 1980. But which famous singer has now replaced Johnson upon his retirement in 2016? And I'll tell you that this person is a famous singer of a completely different band (coughs) who's joined uh, recently. Red team, if you're listening right now, I'm really, really, yeah. really, really, really sorry. I'm trying my best. We're, we're giving it a go, but it's just, they're not falling our way. They're not falling our way at all. So, yeah, Brian Johnson was the singer in the group from 1980 right through to 2016, which already very famous singer has replaced him as the group's lead. Do you know? No, I, I could Have be. you got any guess in your, any singer? I don't know. Okay. Pass it over. You're passing it over, right. Down again, you're on. Uh, well, I think again, not 100, percent but uh, I think they just picked the closest singer who sounded like Brian Johnson. So I think it's Axl Rose. Yes, it is. Axl Rose is and has been for the last two years the lead singer of AC/DC. Now, uh, first song for Johnny and Daniel is coming up right now. Right, so uh, Johnny and Dan, Johnny, surely Johnny, tell us what's that. I'll hand over to Dan. <laughs> okay. Right, uh, Dan. T- I think yeah. that's in excess suicide blonde. Yes, Dan. very good. Linda had a look on her face like she she knew this one. Yes. No, as I've said, I knew immediately when you said the. <laughs> That um, presidential election one after yeah. Jim Duffy on November 7th. I wrote down Ireland's President Lee Robinson took office 10th of November. And then after that, the Kyle McLaughlin one. And now I know that. So okay. I'm just having enough. <laughs> Come out. join the blue team. It's not too late. <laughs> I can't do that, Dan. Be sure. 
Blue Baron doesn't have a ring to it. Blue Baron doesn't really have a ring to it. Do you want me to join the blue team, Dan? <laughs> I wouldn't take it tonight, uh, Dan. Her look would just bring you, drag you down, probably. So you <laughs> not do it tonight. Uh, you have two subsequent questions there. And they are, what was the name of the lead singer of NXS who died by suicide in 1997? Oh. That's poor old Michael Hutchins. Yes. Yep. And this song, uh, Suicide Blonde, reached number three in the Irish charts mm-hmm. in 1990. However, not their highest in the charts. Uh, one of their songs went one better. It reached number two in 1988. That was their highest position in the Irish charts. What was the name of that song by NXS? Again, Dan. Mm. We're not a musical family. <laughs> <laughs> Just to get that out there. It's going to be one of their other big songs, and all the names of NXS's other songs have just left my head. Um... Could be Need You Tonight, or could be uh, Never Tear Us Apart. Um, I have a feeling there's another couple of big ones I'm missing. I'll just go with uh, Never Tear Us Apart. Okay. Might not be that one. Unluckily, I'm afraid that's not right. So across we go. Potential bonus here. Oh. What? Give us a song. He told you, wasn't he? I don't know. I'm Johnny is pointing out he did. D- d- yeah. Dan did mention another song. Yeah. Title, so, uh, were you listening to him at all? Not really. <laughs> <The> blank <laughs> faces. Yeah. Okay. You can get a bonus point here if you tell me the name of the other. The Inex is number two hit in 1988. Need you tonight, probably. Then. It's correct. Oh. Yes. Oh. Very unlucky, Dan. <laughs> Comeback is on. The comeback is on. That's going to be the turning point. We're the comeback at, is on. We're going to be looking One back in half point. an hour. At the, no. That's, the, uh, that's absolutely the turning point there. Okay. Depends well, on what our piece of music will be. Across yeah. we go. And this is your second piece of music. And here oh, it comes yeah. right now. Okay, uh, well now Linda no. looks very comfortable here. Do honestly. you know what? I don't. <laughs> it's a golden oldie to John, you have to realise. You know, this is something that maybe he'd only hear on Larry Gogan's show or something from way before his time. Mm. Linda. It's George Michael. I think it's Freedom it's called. Hi. Yes, it is. Technically speaking... Uh, but I'm being generous. Can I get two points for that because it was artist and song title? No. The whole year we've <laughs> been going asking. with one point. I know, for that. but I'm just asking because, you know, I'm just. Freedom 90, stuff. to be technical. Freedom 90. Freedom 90. Oh. Because um, I'm sure you know, uh-huh. I, as a member of Wham, he'd already released a song called Freedom. So oh. he needed some way of differentiating the two of them. Why did he just give it a whole other title? I don't know. <laughs> right, you have two subsequent questions. At this point in his career, George Michael was refusing to appear in music videos. In the case of Freedom 90, five famous supermodels stood in for him, lip-syncing the track. For a point, name any three of these five supermodels. Okay. Right. This I... is, it was 1990, remember? Okay. Yeah. It's not a um, Kardashian anyway. No, the, it could... 
See, I'm not going to start naming them all just in case. Yeah, right. oh, and yeah. Then, don't. <laughs> so, I know that around the 90s, she was huge, but that's only one. Okay, right. And there was other ones, and I can't... It could be... I don't know if she did. That was the... St- I don't know if that she was did the, either, the, sure. That was going to be my suggestion. Yeah, yeah, I don't then, have a third one, though. <laughs> so, there is another one, and I can't... Oh, so, yeah. so once again, just for the audience at home, we're asking them to name any three of the um, five supermodels who famously appeared in the video for this song. Oh. Um, Do you remember her? One of the main ones? Uh, no, there was. it was one of Joey's girlfriends. Oh. Do you watch it? Do you watch that? She was in that, and I, I see her. I <laughs> see her there. Stuff and he was a, a toddler. <laughs> References I might get. Yeah. Oh. All right. I'll give you another twenty seconds tops now, and then I want to hear some supermodel names. Oh. I can't even think of any of this. Um, this see, I've got two, and I, I'm, there's no point in giving two without. You know, there's just no point giving two. Yeah. I'm not even going to unless. It, can't think of it. I, no, I don't. Oh, do you know? I'm um, no. You should throw me a surname even for a third. Uh... Okay, so no. name any three of the five supermodels who appeared in the video for this song "Freedom '90" by George Michael. Okay. Go on, so. go on. Will we try two of them? <laughs> no, but we're giving them away. I, I then. know we are giving them away, but I'm sure <laughs> we've been giving them away. <laughs> Doesn't really make a difference. No, I say we don't give them the. Okay. <laughs> well, John, his theory is that you should just pass if you don't know. Them. I think we should. I'd say just pass. If we, like, there's no point giving them two. They could have two. Yeah. And then they have the three. Don't know. I'm passing. You're passing. Yeah, okay. Passing. Johnny and Dan. <laughs> well then. Well, have you? <laughs> uh, Naomi Campbell for sure. I. It's a long time since I've seen the video, but pretty sure she was in it now other names from that era I would say Linda Evangelista was in it as well and either someone like Claudia Schiffer or Christy Turlington so one of those last two he said there was five altogether isn't that right John? Yeah Yeah, there were five we we only need to give three so um, unless you think differently Johnny let's go Naomi Campbell Linda Evangelista and Meaning, my name is Claudia Schiffer. Can't you give five? Uh, Cindy Crawford, no? Oh, Cindy Crawford! <laughs> I'm afraid uh, we had you had given me three, and I've played the wrong noise. But uh, if you a bit more teamwork there, you might have actually well, gotten that. So maybe we should have said five. <laughs> have taken three out of them. But well, anyway, you see, good strategy. She was one of ours. Correct answers. <laughs> Naomi Campbell. Yeah. Yeah. Linda Evangelista. <laughs> yeah. Christy Turlington. Yes. Cindy Crawford, Johnny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then a lady I honestly don't know. Tatiana Patitz. Mm-hmm. Great name. <laughs> Why is that a great name, John? <laughs> it's very... Um, Eloquently said. Very, very continental. <laughs> okay, so back we go to uh, John and uh, Linda. Remember, we're talking about Freedom by George Michael or Freedom 90 by George Michael. Which English singer reached number six in Ireland, number two in the UK, with a cover of this song in 1996, his first release as a solo artist? 
So which singer reached number two in the UK, number six in Ireland, with a cover of this song in 1996, his first release as a solo artist? So it kind of fits. Uh, Google Robbie Williams. That's correct. It was Robbie Williams. Okay. Very good. All right, Cross, we go to the boys uh, for the final piece of music of the round. And just heads up, I want a very... Uh, there's only one right answer for the artist performing this next tune. So, I'm looking for the uh, artist credited with that song. I'm going to reiterate that one more time. And the song title. Grand. Well, the, the person you can hear singing is Seal, but that's not what you want to hear. The song is called Killer, and the track was by Adamski. Right. Well done. Damn. <laughs> okay, well, let's uh, jump on to which then unknown singer provided the vocal for this song? <laughs> I wonder. I wonder who that was. Could it be... Uh... Who was that, Johnny? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He, gave... he just said it, though. He just said it. The line must have just broke up. Yeah. You're breaking up, Dan. You're breaking up. No, he said, he said, see you later. He just said, yeah. see you later. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's good. Well done. <laughs> of these two, Seal would go on to have a much more successful career which started later on in 1990 with his own debut single. It reached number six in Ireland and number two in the UK and number seven in the US. What was that song called? I believe that was Crazy. Yes, yes, it was. Great song it is too. Okay, that ends the round. Before we take our ad break, let us pop oh, over to Clancy and see how Oh, just no, let's not. <laughs> how are they, Clancy? No. Blue team 20 points. Red team five points. So, uh, 20 points to 5, lead for the blue team. Let us go and take an ad break. We'll be back in two minutes' time. Okay, you're welcome back to After the Fact 1990 episode. After three rounds, the blue team, Dan O'Malley and Johnny Cribben Sr. have a small lead over... (laughs) The um, red team, which is made up of Linda Conway you and don't need to name us. You don't need Johnny. No, we're nameless. <laughs> Two people who wish to be known as Elsie and JC <laughs> Junior. Right. <laughs> Let's go on to the final round. This is twenty questions. In this round, I will ask whichever team is in control a question about the year of the show. They get it right, they get a point, and they also get to keep control, which means they get the next question. This could continue until at most five in a row have been answered correctly, at which point they will have to give control of the game over, but they will get a bonus sixth point for the achievement. A wrong answer at any stage will see the question go across for a potential bonus to the other side, who will also get the next question. We start with the team that's trailing, that's the red team. Red Is team. It? Red team. What's the score again? <laughs> red team. Oh, seriously, red team. All you need is three fives, right? There's only twenty questions. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. And once you get five, and it goes across the air. So once, you, so there's no, you there's never no. Know what's going to happen? 
Never know what's going to happen. Okay. Like we need, we we only can get twelve <laughs> points. So do you know? What's no, 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 the no. point of well, doing this do trivia right, quiz? We, we get our wrong. first. We get our first question wrong when it's handed over. It goes yeah. straight back to you guys. Go. Next five. Positive mental attitude. Ah, uh, th- oh, so thank you. Well. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> right, ready. Here we go. Excuse me. Question one. On August the 2nd of 1990, five divisions of the Iraqi army crossed the border into which country? Oh, oh yeah, go, go. How do you pronounce it? Kuwait. Kuwait, is it? Yes, Kuwait, correct. I didn't... The invasion that would spark off the first Gulf War. We're going, we've got this. Kuwait. Six points, cool. Question on the scoreboard. two. <laughs> Reflecting, reflecting the growing openness in the Soviet Union, which restaurant chain opened its first branch in Moscow on January 31st of 1990? Yeah, that was McDonald's. Oh, right. McDonald's? Yes, it was. That also that year, though. That opened yeah. as well that year. That's so glad you said that then. Yeah. Question three. Which Northern Irish-born teacher was held hostage in Beirut, Lebanon, oh, yeah. From 11th of April 1986, right through until his release on the 24th of August 1990. Uh, Brian Keenan? I need to speak a bit louder, please. Let's go. Brian Keenan. Yes, correct. (laughs) That's three scored. Now, number four. West Germany gained revenge in Argentina for the defeat in the final four years previously when they got the better of the South Americans 1-0 in the 1990 World Cup final. Who scored the only goal in that game? So you've got you've got some time to think about it now. West Germany gained revenge in Argentina for their defeat in the final four years before, when they got the better of the South Americans, 1-0 in the World Cup final of 1990. Who oh, scored the definitely. only goal in that 1-0 win? I think that's Italy. But it's Italy though, it's not Germany. And I don't know if that's pronounced properly. I remember the last time they said a name and I looked over and pronounced it wrong. Alright, you got 20 seconds left. No, I have no idea. I think your dad does though. Oh, of course he does. He's over there smiling from ear <laughs> oh, to this ear. This is his thing. Like. I'm and just going to go with Shalati. Shalate. No, probably not. <laughs> I'm just guessing. <laughs> Sounds like a tasty coffee, but uh, <laughs> right, it's not Thanks, the right John. answer. Across we go. You're getting a nice question, uh, Johnny and Dan, but you can get a bonus here. Who uh, scored that goal? Andre Bremer. Andreas Bremer is correct. Well, very nice. Who scored it with his bad foot? Did you know that fact? I, I found this out recently. Mm-hmm. He was left footed, but he took penalties with his right. Because yeah, he felt it made him concentrate more. <laughs> it's the most Germanic sounding thing. Okay, right. You're in, lads. And here comes your next question. But we're never out. <laughs> <laughs> in December 1990, a year and a half after his seminal 1989 proposal of what would become the World Wide Web, Tim Berners-Lee created the first web page. On what rare computer system Established by Steve Jobs in 1985 after his departure from Apple, was this first website created? I do know this one. It's uh, Next. Yes, it was. He built it on (laughs) Next. Next question, indeed. 
in March at the 62nd Academy Awards, which film won four Oscars, including Best Picture, and its lead, Jessica Tandy, became the oldest winner of the award for Best Actress. What was the name of that film? That'd be uh, Driving Miss Daisy. Yes, it was. Correct. On January 25th, Baktawar Zardari was born. Who was this girl's mother who had just become the first elected head of government in the world to give birth while in office? Bhutto. Benazir Bhutto. Yeah, it is. Yeah, isn't it? Go for it. Yeah, Benazir Bhutto. Correct, yes. The Prime Minister of Pakistan. One, two, three, four. Here comes number five. In May 1990, the portrait of Dr. Gachet was sold at auction for $82.5 million. A new mark for the highest ever price paid for a painting at that time and one not surpassed until June of 2006. Who painted the portrait of Dr. Gachet? Van Gogh. Vincent Van Gogh. Yes. Correct. Johnny. (sighs) Almost exactly 100 years beforehand, by coincidence. He painted it in 1890. Right, across we go to uh, the red team. Are you ready? No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Here we go. Let's go first. On March the 1st, 1990, the Royal New Zealand Navy became the last naval force to discontinue giving its sailors a daily ration of which type of alcoholic beverage? It's rum. It is, yeah. It's like something you associate with master and commander. Yeah. Well, up until 1990, the New Zealand Navy were still giving out rum to I their sailors. Okay, next question. In April, which club won their 18th and to date most recent English Football League title when they defeated Queen's Park Rangers 2-1 in their third last game yeah. of the season? Yeah. Liverpool. Yeah. Good for the red team to get that one, I guess. Right. Because of the red kit. Jiggles, yes, yes, of course. Okay, very good. Uh, <laughs> we do on. get referenced. <laughs> the only song released as a single during the... Which actor's career? It spent five weeks at the top of the Irish charts in 1990. Name the actor, please. Oh, it's... So I'm not going to name the song because it gives away. No. No. Okay, it clearly gives it away. So this was this song was top of the Irish charts for five weeks in 1990. It was released by a famous actor. The only song he ever released as a single. Oh, I don't yeah. know. What was oh. he called? Mick Lally. <laughs> Yes! You sound so dubious. I know, I was like, is it Lavin Lally? McLally, correct answer, yes. He was top of the charts with the By Road to Glenrow. Which, of course, was was referencing the series in which he was a cast member at the time, Glenrow. Okay, for your fourth question of this particular tranche. In September 1990, who became the first and to date only Argentine woman to win a Grand Slam singles title when she defeated Steffi Graf? 6276 in the final of the US Open. Hang on. US Open. Hang on. I think it might be. In September of 1990, who became the first and to date only Argentine woman to win a she Grand Slam singles title in tennis yeah, go for it. when she defeated Steffi Graf 6276 in the final of the US Open? I think it's Gabriella Sabatini. Oh, it is. It's yes, Linda. Well. That's correct. Gabriella Sabatini is the right answer there. So. Four or five in a row, and the bonus point. Okay. Here we go. Representatives of six different nations met in Moscow on September the 12th, 1990, and signed an international agreement. 
the title of which is the following. The Treaty on the Final Settlement with Respect to Where? In other words, finish the name of the treaty. What's the place missing at the end of the title there? The title, once again, was The Treaty on the Final Settlement with Respect no, to so. Where? Six different nations gathered in Moscow and signed this international accord. How was it? They did so on September 12, 1990. No. And the document was called The Treaty on the Final Settlement with Respect to yeah, so, yeah. Where? I can see it in my head, but it's not. Yeah. You've got about 25 seconds. No, we'll take them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's hardly. What else could it be? It can't be. I can't think of anything else. Okay, 10 seconds. So, you're. you're that was that's something different. All right. I think. I need to answer. Really? I can see it. Right now. Okay, Poland. Poland no. is not right. <laughs> So, across we go. You're getting control, guys, but you can make it a bonus here as well. Finish the name of that document, the Treaty on the Final Settlement with respect to... Do you know, Jen? I don't. I'd be guessing, I think, much like yourself. So, Moscow 1990, year after the Berlin Wall fell, could it be East Germany? You know, it could be the Soviet Union. It's around the time the Soviet Union broke up. But there was more than six countries in that, so yeah. makes me think maybe it's not that. But what do you reckon, East Germany, or do you have a, a better guess? No, it's what what did you say at the question on the six nations. Um, okay, one more time. It was uh, I've lost where I was on the sheet now. Sorry, representatives of six different nations met in Moscow on September the twelfth, nineteen ninety, and signed an international agreement. The title of which was the Treaty on the Final Settlement with Respect to. Somewhere. People of Yugoslavia. Huh? You're very. You're very. You're, you, you. You can't. You're. You now have the bonus. You can talk as you loud as you speak like. Speak up. Yeah, because yeah, it's not going over to them again. Well, okay. So what's it going to be? Uh, well, Yugoslavia uh, will be six countries, and no, but I don't know what you think. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Okay. That, that could work. Yugoslavia. But maybe it was it. a little later than that, you know. But I know it okay. started. I do want to ask well, like the Bosnian War and all that. Yeah. Were a bit later, but Yugoslavia. Yeah, it could be. yeah Yugoslavia. Okay. Yeah. Afraid not. It was Germany, oh, pure okay. and simple. Right. And the six that. nations were the west and east halves of Germany, and the four powers that were in control of Germany after World War II, because right. they still had rights to yeah. things like Berlin and stuff. So they all got together and had a conference. Okay. Anyway, right. don't worry, you've got control, guys, so right. your question is coming up. <clears throat> when he passed away in November 1990, aged 79, which man was still the most recent Irish golfer to have won one of the sport's majors, having done so at the Open Championship of 1947? He would retain this honour until 2007, when Parry Carrington won the same tournament. What was his name? Do you know, Dan? I know his name. I don't know the only person I would hazard a guess is someone like Christy O'Connor Sr. But no. I don't know, is he even, is no. even the right era for him? No, it's, no, definitely not. It's not him. It's not him. Okay, well, what do you reckon? What, what do you reckon, so? I know, I, I don't reckon, no, I know it's not him. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so there's no it's early, it's early, it's, uh, it's early, it's early on that. Name an Irish golfer from the 40s, He basically. still has 30 seconds to go. Christy was maybe 60s and 70s, very good, you know. Um, oh so, once again, when he passed away in November 1990, aged 79, 
which man was then still the most recent Irish golfer to have won one of the sports majors, having done so at the Open Championship of 1947? Oh, I know, my. Okay, you've only got 10 seconds left to give me an answer, please. I've got nothing, I'm afraid. No. All right, Johnny, it looks like it's yeah. all Dan's deferring to you on this one. Um, no, I don't know. I know, I know okay, that. There's I the bell, the, the bong, or whatever. Gone. So across we go. You're you getting know, control. I don't. I don't. She's the sport. So that, uh, <laughs> I don't know what I am. Yeah. We don't. Don't know. Okay, you're passing. Yeah, we'll His pass. name was Fred Daly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I know him well. Fred Daly. I okay. Yeah. Must be yeah. 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 <laughs> now your question, so guys. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ireland got a new currency, a piece of currency, in 1990, with the introduction of the pound coin. What uh, animal featured on the coin? Uh, <sighs> what animal? Would it be a, a significant Irish animal at the time? Something <laughs> significant? I don't know. I know a few animals that were on it. No. This. And there was one of them. And... <laughs> So, what do you remember first? Ireland got a new piece of currency in 1990 with the introduction of the pound coin. I never got a pound coin. What animal featured on the coin? Your daddy never gave you a pound coin. No, never gave me a pound coin. Oh, daddy. Which one do you want to go with? We'll go with the top. 20 seconds. Salmon. A salmon. I don't remember. Do you down that one? I remember it well. I used to get one of those as pocket money. It's uh, a deer, or I suppose technically a stag, because I had all the antlers and whatnot. Well done, so well different done. as salmon. Well <laughs> say salmon was on the 10p. I vaguely remember the euro coming in. I don't remember. Oh, poor Johnny's such a boy. <laughs> the euro? Anyway. Oh, the euro came in. 2002, oh, the euro came in, yeah. Anyway, it was a deer, a red deer, if you want to be very uh, accurate. But no, a deer is all we're looking for there. Oh, well. All right, your question, Johnny and Dan. Many questions are left. We're on question 16 at the moment. Oh, well, let's go. <laughs> on the 1st of December 1990, uh, Graham Fagg, an Englishman, and Philippe Cosette, a Frenchman, met, shook hands, and exchanged flags. Where did this meeting take place? Chanton. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, go for it. Is it Chanton? Yes, it is. Yeah. They were technically, you could have said they were under the English Channel. Yes, but in the Channel Tunnel, yeah. I have also written down as acceptable. All right, next question. In what make many considered to be boxing's biggest ever upset, which fighter defeated Mike Tyson by knockout in round ten of their February fight in Tokyo, and would thus won the world heavyweight title? Uh, Buster Douglas. Yes, James Buster Douglas is correct. Recounting. A summer in his aunt's cottage when he was seven years old. Michael Evans is the narrator of which play by Brian Friel, which debuted at the Abbey Theatre in April of 1990. Dancing at Lunacy. No, Johnny, that's the, you know, your drama as well. That's good to uh, Don't. <laughs> For five in a row and the bonus point. This is a long question, so settle in. Which author, born in Wales to Norwegian parents, passed away on November 23rd, 1990, at the age of 74? Some highlights from his amazing life story include being a World War II fighter pilot, marrying an Oscar-winning actress, contributing to the development of an important medical device, writing the screenplay for a James Bond film, and selling over 200 million copies of his books. Who was that? Roald Dahl. Yes, it was Roald Dahl. And that gets you two points. Well done. <laughs> Leaving us with one question left in the set for 
John and Linda. Let's Are you ready? It. Okay. By the way, Roald Dahl. Hey, what a life. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. In recent months, it has been in the spotlight as one of the venues for the 2018 FIFA World Cup, hosting games such as Croatia's 3-0 victory over Argentina. In October 1990, which city reverted back to its original name, having been known as Gorky from 1932? Oh, so once again, I'll say it. In recent months, it's been the spotlight as one of the venues for the 2018 FIFA World Cup, hosting games such as Croatia's 3-0 victory over Argentina. In October 1990, which city reverted back to its original yeah. name, having been known as Gorky from 1932? I didn't watch the World Cup, but if you watched the 2018 World Cup. You've watched enough of it, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> in fa- as in fine form this evening, I, I wonder if I should just revert back to that word that I'm not allowed to say, because it's <laughs> annoying on radio. <laughs> say it, say it, say it, say it. Ten <laughs> seconds to go. <laughs> You have ten seconds to go. No, you've got less now. I'm not allowed to see it. But I'm and uh, time is up. Ten. So we're going to go across. Johnny, uh, Johnny seems to know this one. I think. No, Dan knows it. Dan knows this one. He says. Right? Yes. I don't. <laughs> Johnny gave it. Uh, no, do you know I, this one? No, I don't know this one. No. Okay. Are you passing? Throw out, uh, uh, throw out a venue. Throw out a Russian city. city so. Uh, Volgograd. Volgograd is uh, not right. Progressed <laughs> because it was renamed, of course, but it was Stalingrad, oh, Stalingrad. Oh, during all those years. Uh, Gorky got renamed back to Nizhny Novgorod. Oh, I don't oh of that. course it did. Oh. It was in the so that's your tongue. answer, Nizhny Novgorod. Of course, of course. Right. We should have got that. No, don't go over to Clancy at all. No. Clancy is about to tell us the final scores in tonight's know. quiz. So let's see. record. It must be record. Uh, how we go. Blue team 32 points. Jesus. Red team 12 points. It's not a record. No. I'd be glad to hear. Well, it's not 35-9 and it's not 30-15, but it's 32-12. <laughs> so, uh, congratulations to the blue team. To Dan and to Johnny, well done. My wonderful winning personal record is fabulous. And Linda and uh, John Jr. unlucky. (coughs) Thank you everybody at home for tuning in and listening. Thank you to my players for coming along. We'll be back next week with another programme. And if you're listening listening on the podcast, don't forget, uh, podcast extras are coming up any moment now. So until next week, say goodbye everyone. Bye everyone. Bye. 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 Well done. Well done. Well done. Podcast Extra. Uh, your teammate <coughs> is. <laughs> Sorry, coughing less. Different direction. And of course, Linda, we decided you are the Red Baron. Well, the Red Team decided that. Yeah, we're her squadron. The Red Team named me the Red Baron, which mm. is why it wasn't me that personally said my name's Red Baron. It was the Red Team that said my name's Red Baron, so I've taken it on board. Yeah. You've owned it, as they say. Well, no, that's just what I'm called, and they're that's the Red, well, they're the red Squadron, and Michelle's the Red Menace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Michelle named herself that. So. Sorry, sorry, Johnny, if I wasn't clear on my <laughs> elucidation. Or I my thought own. it was wedding, you said. Seriously. <laughs> it's where we came from different parts of the country, the way you're going on. Do you know, Andrew? 
Sorry, Andrew Newman, member of Blue Team, is not really actually here. here. (laughs) But he's waving. Even if he was here, he's not on your side. (laughs) Try to join. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew, you want to contribute something? (laughs) I didn't realise it was that. (laughs) Well, just to commiserate with Linda, I know there's no worse feeling when the other team is getting the questions that you know, and then when it comes to your team, it's all the impossible ones. So I've been there got the t-shirt so but thank you, you know, look and change it's not over yet are you ready no <laughs> okay i'm glad you're finding my um, I, I i i i distress amusing john rowan i'm not i'm just makes for good radio i think i'm so happy it'll make for good radio for you i'm so <laughs> pleased i'm providing some sort of service here are you, the are you ready? Here we <laughs> yes, go. Yes, On March the 1st, 1990. The... So, uh, congratulations to the blue team, to Dan and to Johnny. Well done. My wonderful winning personal record is fabulous. And Linda and uh, John Jr. unlucky. <laughs> Well, Particularly well John that. Jr., well who's now lost to his father. That's definitively now it's the 2 1. Yeah. <laughs> and with only three, two or three episodes. Well left done, series, Dan and Johnny. I think yeah. we might not be seeing Johnny Possibly here. Not. I didn't mean that, actually. Yeah, good players. Yeah, very fair play. Fair, so, players. congratulations, Dan, and congratulations, Johnny. I remember the first night I was down here. Couldn't get any. And the t- you were against me, and the yeah. team. Every question, you know, you say, oh, we know this, Lord. When you, you know, don't have... The, no, I knew, I mean, I knew the yeah. answers to the questions yeah, you got. You know what I mean? That's happened. Like, I the connections one, I knew first, I knew right away when yeah, you said you the date. I wrote it down immediately. Yeah. And then it was the same with the second one for Twin Peaks, because I used to watch that when I was younger. That Russian city, though, that was a really tough one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's random, how things randomly fall mm-hmm. down, you know. You can't really control it. Know. I knew Fred Daly, we couldn't. I, told uh, him I was surprised you never get stumped by sports, no, ever. No, <laughs> I, do sometimes. I found one. Oh, yeah. I found one. Oh. Mm-hmm.